Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Today's episode is going to be about Matt Walsh again. Of course it is, because, you know, this bigot keeps on giving. He's like a great gift for me. I can just trash this bigot because he's a bigot. Just because of that one reason. And I love it. As long as he keep making content, as much as I can keep trashing him. So, I have here another video that he's doing. He's talking about M&M's. Why? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about M&M's that would be anything of noteworthiness. But, hey, he found a way. You know, a grown man with full-on facial hair found a way to make Eminem something that the right wing has to worry about. I wonder why. Why hasn't he hasn't made any goddamn content about actually affecting people? Like, why their lives fucking suck? And how can they actually improve on it? Wait, I understand. He making mad money off of their asses. And why would he? Why would he want to change that? So, of course... I'm going to let you hear his pathetic-ass video, you know. I'm going to let you hear it, and when I need to, you know, break it up, break it up. You know, if he's trying to do an advertisement, I might, you know, just press mute on the damn thing and over-talk it. But, you know, as usual, without further ado, let the biggie get to work. By the way, if you want, if you want to know right now, if you hear the sound and music. Um, right now, he has a big censored bar up on the screen as a Asian woman is looking at the green Eminem in her old attire. Where, by the way, if it's an Eminem, only thing that changed is uh, either the gloves or the shoes. So I'm gonna believe it's the shoes because the gloves is not gonna change. Everyone has that. She has some high heel shoes, and probably would change. So, if that's the case, then this is definitely bullshit. But let's, you know, he has seven minutes. Let's, let's let him continue. Well, the world rejoiced yesterday when candy maker Mars Incorporated announced that it would be rebranding M&Ms to make them more inclusive and progressive for the year 2022 as part of their, quote, global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. That's corporate talk for I'm trying to aim at younger kids so I can be able to keep my 2,000-year-old company up afloat instead of targeting old, ancient, idiotic conservatives who don't want to deal with the passage of time. Who more likely, by the time the next 10 years come by, may actually be dead. That's basically what corporate talk that is. Let them continue. This is one of, the, one of the final pieces necessary to usher in an age of harmony and tranquility. Now all we need is for the patriarchal, gender essentialist Mike and Ikes and the violent and triggering Pop Rocks to finally evolve as well. We, we are on the cusp of utopia. So close I can taste it. it. Tastes sweet and has 35 grams of sugar per serving. Nobody expected that civilization could be saved by junk food brands. But they've been at the, the, the front lines in the battle against bigotry for a long time, actually. It began two years ago when Gushers tweeted in support of BLM. Uh, they tweeted, uh, Gushers wouldn't be Gushers without the black community and your voices. We're working with fruit. Of course. 
he's now parodying a bunch of bullshit. And I would like to say, for one, why it is important. But let him continue. By the foot on creating space to amplify that. We see you. We stand with you. Prior to this statement, most people had never thought about the intersectional relationship between fruit snacks and racial justice, but the dream team of Fruit by the Foot and Gushers changed all of that. Junk food brands have been leading the charge ever since, and brands in general have remained at the forefront in a struggle for tolerance and equality. We talked yesterday about... about Again, since I did something that he doesn't do, and that's actually fucking use more than one brain cell, because conservatives don't have but two, and one is used for bigotry, the other one is used trying to convey that bigotry. So, this is nothing more than a business strategy. Should I keep my product stuck in the past where it dealt with heavily with racism, sexism, bigotry, and all the like? Or should I try to maneuver my company to be more like the passing time so I can stay relevant? That's the whole thing. Have you noticed that you don't see commercials where a man is putting his foot on a woman's head and they say, this is where a woman really belongs, underneath a man's foot. You know, you don't see, you know, commercials where black people are acting like something out of a menstrual show. You know, you don't see things like that anymore. Matt Walsh is mad about it, but there's a reason why you don't. Because the, you know company decided to move forward. You don't see people trying to sell cigarettes as a cure-all for cancer, you know, diabetes, gonorrhea, AIDS, HIV, tooth decay, weight loss, weight gain, hallucinations, and everything like that. You, you don't hear that, oh, cigarettes is a perfect thing. It's a miracle drug. No, you don't hear people trying to sell cocaine as a cure-all for everything, including tooth pain. You don't hear that. Why? Because, yes, you can get rid of your aching tooth, but be addicted to the damn thing. Simply put. Uh, Audi's ad promoting gender-sensitive language. Every day, another brand steps up. The brands are our guiding light. The brands will show us the way. The brands will save us. Or so we hope. But sadly, as I read more about Eminem's alleged efforts to promote inclusion and diversity, I found myself unsatisfied. Come to think of it, we even need to ask some questions about Gushers. Whatever happened to the space that it was supposed to make to amplify black voices? That was two years ago. I have not heard any black voice amplified by a fruit snack in the two years since. I've seen black people buy fruit snacks. I've seen them eat fruit snacks. I haven't seen the fruit snack do anything for them, though. Maybe you might want to check within the business structure. Maybe you want to see how many African Americans they hire. Maybe you might do a little bit of research into these organizations any way, shape, or manner, and just pop up and instead of saying out of your mouth, hey, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I haven't seen any organization do anything. I haven't seen any organization do anything towards anything, period. But once you start working with them and then doing research, you start to find out. I didn't think that this bank that I worked for, MET, would be anything but a uh, conservative bank. 
but it's quite progressive if you think about it because they already are allowing you to use pronouns. And they don't say, oh, you look like a dude, here's your pronouns, you're a man. You're a woman, you, you are a woman, here's your pronouns. You are a it, here's your pronouns. You look like something out of, out of a fucked up, you know, two-year-old's drawing, here's your pronouns. No, they allow you to decide your pronouns. Everyone has pronouns. I know, shocking. We haven't thought about it for the past 100 to 200 to 400 years, but of course, they're there. And they definitely can be used as a singular they. If you don't like me, ask the person who perfected the English language, William Shakespeare, because he already did it. So, hey, just like you can start a sentence with and and because. He did it, so it's legal. You can do it. Anyway, let the bigot continue. The fruit snack just sits there passively, waiting to be consumed. Its silence is definite. Its silence is violence. What about M&M's? Well, the VP of the company appeared on the website Cheddar News, where all important news is reported. To talk about the brand's mission and vision for the year ahead, here she is explaining how... I like the slight that he tried to use there and tried to make it seem as if this is a... You know, half-assed, you know, business and channel. Um, I wonder how he feels about Fox News. That's really a place to go for you want to have a real unbiased, you know, news and information site, right? You like to go on Fox Business that will actually portray businesses in a in the right light and not try to skew their interest into the conservative wing of the internet and information they won't like to they wouldn't try to have on conservatives and try to talk good about conservative businesses and try to push conservative businesses and not pay attention to the progressive ones would they would they fox news nah they wouldn't do that anyway let them continue how m&ms she hopes will spark a movement and change the world. M&M's is on a mission to create a world where everyone feels they belong. We're wanting to start a movement to remind everyone that despite our differences, we have an incredibly powerful thing in common as a community, which is the power of fun. It's actually a reaffirmation, a concrete commitment to what we've always believed as a brand, that the power of fun is the most important way that we can help people feel included and increase that sense of belonging. And as you mentioned, as a reflection of that, you're going to see our brand evolve in its look and feel to reflect a dynamic and pro- dynamic and progressive world that we're living in. So, basically, they're going to try and more likely rebrand maybe some of their commercials. It's not going to be some of the over-sexualization of some of the you know, candies like the green and brown m M&M. they may be more geared towards, you know, basic things that everyone can gravitate to without having to be certain gender role requirements, things like that. More likely, they just, the company is trying to point themselves in a different direction so they can easily gain more attention from Gen Z, which is, of course, their main 
you know, consumer group. Because if you gain the, the youth, you can control who's going to get the money. The youth are the ones that's going to be here longer than the older people. Like Matt Walsh, who had to use just for men and his beard. Let him continue. Promising. Uh, there's nothing lofty about a brand of candy promising to fundamentally change and reshape society. In fact, historians agree that a great number of the major revolutions in human history have been sparked by different types of candies. The uh, Reese's Revolution of... Here he goes trying to do his conservative humor. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to get into that because, uh, you know, going to talk about that one. Let's get past his bullshit. Exactly. Listen. So as an iconic brand that's been around for actually over 80 years, it's really important that we're evolving over time as well. And one of the most powerful ways we can do that is through our beloved characters. You'll see them as we've done a deep look at them both inside as well as out in terms of reflecting new looks, personalities and backstories. For example, Green, you'll see her better reflect empowerment and confidence and be known for more than just her shoes. You're going to see Green and Brown together being a supporting force for women who are throwing shine and not shade. You'll also see Orange really embrace his true self, worries and all, and not be afraid to express it. We actually know Orange is the most relatable of our characters in the crew. It's based on some conversations we've had with Gen Z, which we know is the most anxious generation. And beyond our characters, you'll see things such as our increased color palette, as well as the different sizes and shapes of our lentils. And a personal favorite of mine, a more of an emphasis on the ampersand. It's a distinctive element of the M&M's logo that connects the two M's together. And it's really a signal of our belief as a brand that we are better together. Well. Look, there's no question that women across the country will be uplifted and empowered by the green and brown M&M. Now, the support of these two anthropomorphized pieces of candy will be crucial to women. In fact, not but a week ago, I came into the living room and I found my wife collapsed on the couch in tears. I asked her what was wrong, and she told me that she didn't feel supported by the green M&M. And all I could do was hold her and weep with her. So, this is where I'm going to, of course, end his video and destroy his idiocy. First and foremost, I would like to say to Matt Walsh, I like the fact you tried to be a little bit, you know, condescending in your voice and tone and things like that. As usual, he can't hide the fact that, you know, he's trying to make fun of the idea that Eminem's are trying to focus their attention on Gen Z and try to do things with their, you know, commercials and their candies and shit to you know basically get their get the attention of the younger generation because of course why wouldn't they why wouldn't conservatives be mad about that because of course that means that the green M&M is going to no longer be overtly sexualized. Which I don't understand why grown-ass men with beards give two shits about a cartoon being sexualized or not. I mean, if you want to look at some cartoon porn, 
you can go online and look at that. There's places for that. You can easily find it. Sometimes the only thing you got to do is put it in Google. You can find it. So if you want to look at some cartoon porn, it's right there. You can easily find it. You know, the company does not have to give you a sexualized cartoon. I would like to ask Matt Walsh, why is it that a grown man with full-on facial hair we have to use just for men to color it in gives a rat's ass about M&M's, the company, actually going out there and changing their advertising strategy? Why does he care about that? This is nothing more than a business talk. I hear it all the time. Every business does this. I went from so I had so many jobs and so many different businesses, and they all said and did the same. Oh, we're gonna have our business strategy. It's gonna be focused on this and doing that, and even this is gonna be important. And that part of of the logo is important, and this part of the logo is important. It's always the same. Well, you know the FedEx. If you never pay attention to the FedEx, you see there's an arrow there because we're always moving forward. No. 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 It, it, it's always the same. So who gives a shit? I mean, really. Who actually gives a shit? This is what conservatives concern themselves with. Have you noticed? The two podcasts I did on Matt Walsh. None of them, well, three, none of them did anything to better people's lives. Actually, it was to make them worse. Getting rid rid of fundamental universal voting rights, meaning that only the ultra, ultra, ultra wealthy, the top one of one of one of one percent can vote. Anyone else? You had to tolerate what the fuck they decide for you. Because you're too illiterate. Because you're not rich enough. To be literate enough. To actually make decisions for yourself. Says the guy who believes in freedom. Right? Wait. Don't I have the right to vote? This is the United States of America. This isn't a third world fucking country. We have dictators and shit. The problem being is Matt Walsh knows that if you allow more people to vote, their ideas, their ideology, their bigotry won't survive. Because people are moving forward beyond that. They know it's a joke. Bigotry is a joke. Hating people just because... Is a fucking joke. It's different if you were slighted. If something happened. Someone did something to you. Different. You have reason. Yeah. Go right ahead. Take it out on them. But. Just to hate someone because they're. Skin tone and color. And. You're suffering because. You can't obviously see that. Old rich white people are causing a problem? 
So they tell you, well, it's not me who's taking away all your money, which I am doing. It's that brown person over there who scrounges around looking for pennies. While you flipping dollars around, he scrounges around digging in dirt and, and trash and whatnot, digging for pennies. He's the per he's the problem. Not the fact that I'm taking all your money, man. Give me your money, son. And you, oh oh yeah, you you brown you brown skinned nigga, give me that goddamn penny. You don't need it. Yeah, it's his fault that, you know, you're suffering. Yeah, that type of shit. They can't see past that stuff because they only have two fucking brain cells. And one is diverged to bigotry. One primary responsibility is bigotry. And the other is displaying that bigotry. <coughs> so I like that, Matt Walsh, that, you know, since he wants to be Mr. Joker, you know, and whatnot, make bullshit-ass, non-funny sarcastic-ass, you know, jokes. I would like to ask my boss, why is it that a grown-ass man with full-on facial hair who has to use just for men to color that shit in because his shit is fucking gray as hell is having so much problems with an organization who just basically decided to say, hey, we're going to target Gen Z like a lot of other people are going to do anyway because they're the young generation and they buy candy a lot. You know, we already know that the older people, even if they conservatives and whatnot, they're going to buy M&M's eventually any damn way. But, you know, as Gen Z starts to get more informed and things like that, and they start being more informed than conservatives, we got to find a way to stick, to stick with them. You know, they literally said they've been around for almost 100 years. So in order to be around for another 100 years, you might want to focus on the generation that's going to be around for 100 years. Not the one that's going to be around for like five years. The generation is going to be around for the next hundred years. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because changing with the times is the thing is a way that you can actually stay around. Because that's the main focus, right? No one wants to be an organization that tried to stick to the past and try to hold on to conservative values like bigotry racism, sexism, xenophobia, and homophobia, and say, yeah, we're going to be able to stay around doing this and go under. How many of these organizations that were supposed to be dedicated towards these individuals have went under? Have anybody remember the Freedom Phone? Yeah, once you found out that was a piece of shit and there was like a $30 goddamn phone from Korea, what happened? Disappeared. No more... You don't hear much about it. You know, have anybody heard about all those conservative versions of, you know, Twitter and social media platforms and whatnot? How many of those are still around? Not many. Hell, even Paul are about to go the wayside and disappear. Hmm, I wonder why. Maybe it's because... Trying to stick with xenophobia, homophobia, and bigotry and try to keep that all into one group ain't going to do yourself any good. Now, is it? Diversifying your company and trying to obtain those individuals that's out there and trying to market your company to a lot more people is going to benefit you more than just being a bigot. Hmm. I wonder... How many people will actually decide to have 
Matt Walsh, you know, type of com- company where it's full of, you know, white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed individuals. All of them. Men. No women at all. No diversity at all. <clears throat> you know, from the ground up, all of them are blonde, blue-eyed, blue-eyed individuals. Racist individuals. Nazis. And they only advertise and only do business with other Nazis. And hate groups. How long do you think that's going to be around? Or would you want the company that's diverse, that wants to be attractive to not only Asians, but blacks, whites, Latinos, and everyone in between? Hiring individuals from different backgrounds which they can use in advertising. So, hey, you know, you know this type of uh, this type of group, social group. How about we can advertise to that? Inclusive. Hiring individuals from different backgrounds, different different, you know, genders and different, you know, sexualities and things like that. Who's advertising to everyone? Is liked by everyone. Hmm, I wonder what one would people choose? Just wanted to say that. Because I wanted to bring that up. Because I saw it early on today while I was doing the research. Well, basically searching for the video. And I noticed that and I said, oh, I got to definitely talk about this. Because here it is a grown ass man with full on beard and other facial hair. Is talking shit about a candy company and trying to crack bullshit, wisecrack, sarcastic jokes about a company, you know, and trying to say, well, I haven't seen what they have done for the African American community, you know, be it the fact that I haven't even tried to go and look up their business structure and how many African Americans they hide in their businesses and things like that. Do they pay well to people of, of color and other minority groups? How many individuals are in executive positions, managerial positions, things like that? Do they do outreach to communities? Do they give money to other companies for communities? You know, things like that. Do they help out the community whatsoever? You know, answer those questions before you come out and start saying some shit like, oh, they don't do anything. Because the candy itself doesn't do anything. Do you not know the candy itself doesn't have to do anything the company does? Because it wasn't the candy itself that reached out to people. It was the actual person. You know, it's not the Twitter. It's not Twitter, the company, that's actually making these tweets. It's the individuals behind them. You do know that, right? But, of course, you can't understand that because Matt Walsh is a dumbass. And he wants to talk about having a literacy test. Yes, maybe we need to have a literacy test to make sure Matt Walsh doesn't actually vote. Because just looking at his, you know, videos, is only getting views from real, real stupid individuals who can't tell a difference between shit. And just like him, they hold on to bigotry as the reason why they aren't doing as well. Because he knows if he can spit out this bigotry 
and hatred and get people to hate each other, he makes more money from it. Hence the reason why he doesn't want people to vote. It is a reason. That makes a lot of fucking sense, actually. The reason why he doesn't want people to have the right to vote and have a universal right to vote is because eventually when those dummies finally do look up, they're going to say, hold up. Yeah. Matt Walsh and a bunch of these conservatives are the reason why we aren't succeeding. It's not the black folks because they're worse off than we are. Why is it that my taxes keep going to Matt Walsh's pocket? He doesn't pay taxes. Why is he getting my money? But he wanted to be too late. So when they finally do realize that, you know, I had the right to vote and change shit. You guys sit there and suffer. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Later, guys. Later, guys.